Welcome to the Live Fit Listens podcast, a safe space of growth, personal development, and overall wellness with your host, Olivia Catania. Diving into the realms of all things health, conscious living, mental expansion, and much more, this podcast is designed to help you evolve into your best self and live fit. Let's get into the show. All right, potted people, happy freaking fragging 2023 i'm realizing this is the first podcast of the new year hello welcome back welcome to another year with the live listens podcast really happy you're here really happy that you decided to come back this year i hope everyone had oh my gosh and it's 222 right now just if you're watching on youtube you can fact check me that i literally just glanced to my computer it's 222 p.m um anyways i hope you guys had a beautiful safe fun Happy, healthy new year, either in peaceful solitude or out with friends or with loved ones, whatever the case may be. Um, I first of all, I am pretty underdressed right now, but let's be honest, what do I really ever dress up as? But, you know, looking kind of like a scrub say, but you know what I have to say is that dress code is a social construct. And this is what I I authentically wanted to wear today. Anyways, I also saw recently like an old podcast came up on my, like I saw the thumbnail for my old, one of an old podcast episodes. And I had like a cute little something or other like tchotchke situation next to me. And it looked so cute. Now I don't have a little bouquet of flowers in a bottle on hand, but I do have this little candle and I figured we're just going to put this here for now. But I'm really thinking I want to like have stuff here again because it looked so freaking cute. But before we get into the episode any further, I wanted to do a little bit of housekeeping and specifically about the retreat. I just wanted to keep you guys updated for those who are interested. I updated my Instagram story, but a lot has shifted. And so I just want to make sure that everyone is up to speed, know what's going on, knows what's available in case you are interested. So first and foremost, the first wave of the retreat has officially sold out again. um, So there's no more seats left in that first wave um, and seats have been filling up in the second wave now. So we only have nine seats left for any spots on the Costa Rica retreat. So I just want to let you guys know just so you're aware because I don't want it to sneak up on you guys and think like, oh, I was planning on getting a ticket and then it kind of sold out without you realizing it. So again, the first wave of the retreat is completely sold out. And then for the second wave, there's only nine seats left. We are coming up on only five months away, which is blowing my freaking mind because when I first launched this thing, I was like, 2023 like June 2023 is literally light years away like I'm chilling we have all this time like no worries and now we're literally five months out and I'm feeling a lot of things I feel scared I feel excited I feel nervous I feel off the walls I feel ecstatic I feel stressed like there's so many feelings but I'm just overall I just can't wait because I know you know that back in the previous uh, podcast episode from last time. You want to lean into what scares you and this kind of scares me, but I'm so freaking excited to do it because I know it's going to be something absolutely so magical and amazing. But anyways, I just want to put that out there. Don't forget that the links to the retreats are down below in the show notes if you are interested in coming to Costa Rica with us, meeting like-minded, beautiful individuals, exploring the country, being super active outside, and also doing a group workout with me and everyone who is there um, doing workshops about meditation, affirmations, journaling, all that good stuff. It's going to be very healing, transformative, grounding, a really just really healing, pro- uh, excuse me, a really healing, what's the word I'm looking for? Experience. Thank you. Moving on. Don't know why that was so hard. Okay. For my gratitude for this epi, I just want to say that I'm really thankful for my mom's health. Um, just don't really feel the need to expand on it, but I'm thankful for my mom's health. So moving into this episode, which first of all, can we take a moment to just appreciate 
the title of this episode, The Magnetism of Detachment. I loved that. I was outlining this last night and I was like, yes, that is it. That is the beauty of detachment right there. That's the power of detachment is how much it magnetizes you, which we'll get into. I don't want to spoil it. And this was honestly, I like I said in my um, the lessons YouTube video that I made about all my 2023 lessons and favorite moments, I said in there how detachment was pretty much my number one lesson that I really worked through in the year of 2022. Did I say, you know what I'm saying? I'm a little scattered brain today, but that was my biggest lesson that I learned in 2022. Um, and one of you guys commented on that and was like, please do a podcast about detachment. And so I'm like, yes, say less. Here we are. And so with that being said, I'm going to explain why, de- essentially what is detachment, right? What it means. Why is it so important in the sense of why does it actually help in the sense of helping your manifestations come through, helping with healing, helping with inner peace. And then I'm going to close out the episode with telling you guys how to actually detach because I feel like that's always such a common question with you guys. And I always try to include that in my episodes, but really give you guys some kind of actionable um, takeaway, takeaway, like tangible action steps to be able to apply this and like really be able to feel the the freedom that detachment really has with it and I have touched on this in other episodes before um because just the simple fact of like you can't there's just so many I think it just goes to show of how huge of a life lesson that detachment is and that you can't help but carrying it over into other aspects of other areas of life and hence why I couldn't help but touch on it in other episodes as well all right so let's get into the bulk of it right okay so I feel like we oftentimes don't hear detachment but we often hear the counter word right the exact equivalent opposite which is attachment right I feel like especially even learning about attachment styles are kind of hot in today's in today's day and age but I feel like that's the word that a lot of us hear as we hear attachment right which is the opposite of detachment attachment is a lot more known right it's a, what's a lot more familiar to us and hence why I'm bringing you this episode because a lot of us are stuck kind of in that attachment dependency and cycle um, which is keeping us stuck in a lot of ways which we're going to get into and the whole point of this is to get us more so into that detachment energy here and in my again one of my early 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 episodes I did one about the higher self versus the ego And I remember mentioning this as well in that episode that attachment is a manifestation of ego, right? And I always want to be careful because, you know, I think I also went through a phase of demonizing the ego, but kind of as I've grown and learned more, like I understand that the ego 100% has a place, right? It's there to protect us. And not all attachment is bad, which I think is something that I've also realized as well and something that I've learned, right? I think kind of just as with everything, there's unhealthy components and healthy components, right? And I think there are healthy levels of attachment, right? That come with passionate loving and feeling passionate about your job or your career or caring about a situation to have a hopeful outcome, X, Y, Z, right? So there is healthy attachment to an extent, but the problem is that more often than not in the way that it's showing up in a lot of people's lives slash where the problem lies is just when it starts to become that unhealthy attachment, which manifests in a lot of different ways. And here's the thing, like I said, you can attach yourself in a lot of different situations, right? You can attach yourself to a lover, which I feel like is most common in romantic relationships. You can feel attached in a friendship connection, 100%. You could feel attached to your work and getting a certain raise or a certain position or getting a certain job and feeling really attached to whatever that outcome is. It could be even just a normal situation like I don't know, a freaking pool party that you want to happen and you're really hoping that your parents go away so that you can throw the pool party and you're really attached to that outcome. So, you know, all those things tend to be 
nor like they come from kind of a positive place where in the sense of they're really just stemming from the fact that you re- really usually love that person or whatever you really care about that situation you really want that certain outcome right and so we tend to really attach attach ourselves to it because we think that it's going to help the situation right and like I said it does to an extent in the sense of healthy attachment but oftentimes what it ends up looking like because it ends up kind of running rogue is that attachment ends up looking like forcing right forcing certain connections forcing your partner to want to hang out with you more forcing um, your friendship to your friend to want to hang out with you more forcing your friend to not hang out with other people forcing your friend to take you to every party that they go to right it could look like longing or really just kind of this endless desire for something to happen that you're so attached to it that your happiness is then dependent on whether that situation goes your way or not whether that person gives you attention or not whether that person gives you love or not or energy or not right and it also results big time in you trying to control situations and this is what I find is the most dangerous aspect yes I say dangerous (laughs) the most dangerous dangerous aspect of attachment because as soon as you start to control that's when things get very very hairy I want to say and that's when things are not allowed allowed to flow which we're going to get into here which I think allowing things to flow and surrendering is where things effortlessly where kind of the stars are able to effortlessly align and things happen just as they should be right and I just feel like as soon as you feel the need to control I think that's a huge red flag for everyone including myself to say okay why am I living in my ego because control right um this kind of forcing things control and forcing all of that is always going to always be going back to the ego um that is an egoic tendency and again I'm not saying that there's never any value to it because there is some to an extent but oftentimes it ends up kind of hurting you more than helping you and that's when you know you're not living from your higher self because your higher self is one that's detached because your higher self is one that trusts right and I actually touched on this in another episode I don't even know which one it was but um, essentially just saying that like whenever you feel like the reason why you attach yourself so hard to things and that's when you try to control situations and making it happen a certain way and really hoping that it happens like this when you're doing that that's when you are forcing things because you are not trusting that it is going to work out and we've had countless conversations about your higher self versus your ego and your higher self is your trusting self and so if you are trusting there is no need to try to control anything because you are trusting that it's working out as it should anyways so there's no reason there's no reason for you to really try to attach yourself to it to make it go a certain way because your higher self is already trusting that it will be going the way that it should be all right so and with that almost always attachment is the underlying energy, right? Because I keep referencing episodes in this, in this podcast epi, but I've said this also before. There's two umbrella, there's two umbrella energetic frequencies, fear and love, right? And so almost always, again, detach, well, let's start here. Attachment, right? Is always usually under that energetic umbrella, of fear right because you're fearing that it's not going your way you're fearing well you're fearing that it's not going to go your way you're feeling that you're you're fearing that your partner is going to get distant that they're not going to have feelings for you anymore that they don't want to hang out with you you're fearing that your best friend is going to make another new friend who she's going to like more or you're fearing that you're not going to get the job that you wanted and that then you're going to be unhappy for the rest of your life because you're a failure or you're fearing that you're not going to be able to throw that pool party and then your friends are going to think that you're cool right it's usually always backed by fear 
when you feel that kind of unhealthy attachment style and wanting to force something and wanting to control, it's usually almost always what's really that foundational energy underneath you is that you are living and acting from an energetic state of fear because you're scared of how you're going to be able to deal without said person thing event situation going the way that you want it to go. And so our initial reaction, right, when we're scared and we think, oh, no, this isn't going to go my way. My person's going to lose interest in me. My best friend's going to find another best friend or I'm not going to get this job that I want and I'm going to be seen as a failure. Right. We think, oh, no, what should we do? So we try to attach ourselves to it and force it and control it. And I just had this visual last night, yesterday, um, when I was thinking about just kind of the best way to describe this. And I think it's the perfect way to describe attachment because I would just when I'm thinking about because I am so passionate about this message because I also honestly should have seg like, I don't know, put this out in the beginning of the episode to be fully honest. I'm someone who used to really struggle with attachment. I don't want to say used to like I don't anymore. Like I get attached to things, whether it's inanimate objects, like when my first car got sold, tears. It's an inanimate object, Olivia. Like why? Okay, but also like guys, if you know me, you know I'm obsessed with cars. So like it's not that out of character. But just saying still like it's an inanimate object. Like why are you crying? Because your first car, you know, was sold. Two, my childhood room, like the wallpaper got changed. I cried. I was so upset. So it's like, and I tend to get attached to people, right? To certain eras of my life. If you're with me during that whole Hawaii area, I was so, you know, attached to here being in Utah, so nostalgic, so sentimental, whatever. I finally left Utah. I go to Hawaii, time to leave Hawaii. Same thing. I'm crying, nostalgic, sentimental, right? I get attached to those things. And there's another beautiful quote attached to nothing, connected to everything, which I'm also just thinking about again, which is one of the best quotes I've ever heard. And I I love that quote so much because it resonates with me so deeply. Um, and it took me a while to really learn because on one hand, I really love that about myself. I love that I get attached to things because to me, that's passionate living, right? Because sometimes it's kind of like, oh yeah, I don't care if it comes or if it goes. A part of me is like, but why? Like, why don't you care? Like, aren't you going to fight for what you want? Aren't you going to fight for the people you care about? Aren't you going to fight for eras of your life? Like to me, it almost just seems like you don't care sometimes if you're just so like, eh, yeah, whatever, right? And that was something kind of an internal battle that I dealt with of saying like, okay, where's the line between caring and being passionate and having that kind of level of attachment but also on the other side of like allowing things to stay in their era being at peace with things in their era letting things come and go when the time is there you know what I mean in, in divine timing and also being able to find peace in that de the detachment and finding trust in your own timeline of life and what comes in your life and what comes out of it and I just kind of got to a point where I realized, you know, yes, there's a ton of beauty and being passionate and caring about people's situations, etc. And feeling kind of that attachment. But it got to the point where it was causing suffering for me. Perfect example was that Hawaii thing, right? When I left Utah to go there, I was suffering here because I felt so attached to the space I felt so nostalgic and you know it comes from a good space of like being appreciative etc cetera, etc cetera. but then I felt that way in Hawaii when I left or I felt that way like when if I meet someone for a short period of time and I know it's going to be short-lived sometimes I get way too I get upset that it's short-lived because I'm so attached to the situation and it just wasn't serving me anymore and so I kind of ended up finding that line I guess or that balance in the truth of the matter of that like you still can have both right that doesn't mean that since we're practicing detachment right which is 
what we're getting into in this episode, that doesn't mean that you have to be emotionless, right? That doesn't mean that you, I'm so glad that this came to my head because I didn't even think to write this down. I, I'm so happy I'm saying this, but this doesn't, when you're detached, that doesn't mean that you just don't care. That doesn't mean that you don't try. That doesn't mean you don't invest. That doesn't mean you don't love, right? That doesn't mean you don't put time and effort and energy into it. It means you, you still do all those things, right? You, you do all those things to the fullest, right? You love hard. You pour all yourself into it, right? You're present, right? And you're there in the moment. But what detachment isn't is it's not you resisting the ending of something when the ending has come or it's not you resisting the different outcome that you had in your mind because you felt like it was best and you wanted to force it because at the end of the day there's a higher plan for us all that we may not always think makes sense in the moment it may not be what we want in the moment but it's what we need and what will make sense in due time and you need to understand that you know everything is kind of happening in in its synergistic way and so sometimes you know, it might not happen the way you wanted it to right now, but that doesn't mean that it's not going to happen later in order for another puzzle piece to move to allow that thing to fall into place, right? So sometimes it's just, there's just more to it. And detaching is just kind of trusting the greater plan and trusting that everything is happening as it should, when it should for your greatest good. And I think that was a big thing that I had to learn because to me, I was like, wait, so I'm just supposed to detach and like, this means I just don't care anymore and like let things come and go as they please and like just not be, you know, phased about it. But the end, that's not true. Right. And I think because to me, detachment is when you were closest to your higher self and your higher self is one who isn't right your highest self is one who lives in love right she's not he or she they whatever they're not they're, they don't live in fear so when they are in a situation they love to the fullest they live in light right they give the they give their all they're fully present they're not trying to put up a wall or live behind a shell because they're scared of because of the end right because that would be living in fear that's you living outside of the present moment when your higher self is a person who does live fully and truly and wholly and to the fullest in the present moment. So detaching is being able to give your all in the present moment to whether it's a person, to your friend, to your lover, to your job, to whatever the case may be. It's you giving your all in the present moment and being able to do so to the fullest because you are not living in fear of it ending, right? You are able to stay detached. And then also on the contrary, it's kind of like the best of both worlds. If and when it does end, you are at peace with it. You do not feel as much suffering, right? You can still mourn it like you're mourning a loss, right? But you won't resist it and you won't feel like it is wrong. You will be able to accept it because you're living in a detached state and understanding that it is happening as it should when it should, like I said. So I think that's something really important that I'm really glad that I got this point across because I am someone who's super passionate. I am someone who cares a lot. And that to me, it was hard for me to accept this concept for a really long time and it prevented me from being able to to detach because I was like, does that mean I don't care? And that's not what that means. I don't want to gaslight any of you guys into thinking that that's what it means. It just simply means that you are going to be better equipped and more at peace, more grounded and more just in a poised position when that chapter does come to a close or that job offer that you wanted didn't come out the way that you wanted it to. And now you're in a better place to be able to handle it. You understand that it's for a reason and then you're able to pivot to the next best move. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer 
all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Anyways, circling back to the example that I wanted to tell you, I want you to picture me pouring water in the palm of your hand. And what attachment would look like, right? If I said to you, okay, now do what you can to make sure that that water stays in the palm of your hand. Attachment, like this is kind of what my mind was going to to give you some sense of visual. Attachment is kind of if you were so dead stuck on that mission of not having any water fall out of your hand. Attachment is like you trying to really crinkle your hand because you're trying really hard to create like the perfect bowl shape to make sure that the water doesn't spill out because if the water spills out, you're going to feel like a failure and all this sort of stuff. And you're trying to force, right, the water to stay there. You're, You're trying to really control having the water stay in there. But really what's happening is you tensing up and you really holding your hand really tight. And what's usually ends up happening is that you creating more creases in your hand for the water to spill through your fingers and through the side off the side of your palm and all that sort of stuff whereas detachment what that looks like if you're detached that looks like you just keeping a beautifully relaxed palm and that's what's keeping that water to stay in that perfect little puddle that you have in the palm of your hand without even needing to try so hard it's doing what it needs to do and it's pretty much effortless on your part as well so I know that doesn't like fully literally work but I think that was a really great example in my head like a visual of like that attachment and what ends up looking like that forcing right and that trying to control is like you squeezing too hard where all you need to do is just attach and let your hands stay in that perfect little palm puddle that they make on their own to hold that water and you won't even need to try to do so and so my point in saying that with that example is that Like I'm saying, we tend to think that attaching ourselves and forcing things, right, and trying to control things help the situation, but it almost always pushes what we're wanting away. And that is the harsh truth about attachment and the beauty of detachment that I really wanted to push into this episode in here. And the reason why it pushes everything away is because, like I said, how fear is the underlying energetic frequency behind attachment, right, with that is always is desperation, desperation is another emotion, another frequency under the umbrella of fear. And desperate energy is one of the guaranteed like low frequencies that are going to repel your manifestations. And if you actually think about this, and I think this is way the most tangible to really experience it when it's more so like one-on-one connections. Because for example, if you're like so attached to your romantic partner, and you won't let them go hang out with their friends, you won't let them go... um, I don't know, go play basketball with their friends. You won't let them um, go hang out with their family without inviting you or you get offended if they go hang out with their family and they don't invite you, whatever the case may be. And I know some of you are probably a little bit like, I mean, yeah, I would be. Listen to me. When, if you feel those things, right, I feel like it's almost always very apparent that then if you're like, why don't you take me anywhere? Like, I want to hang out with you more, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, babe, I just saw you yesterday. Like, what do you want from me? Blah, blah, blah. That almost always is going to keep pushing the person away. And I think maybe if that doesn't, you know, seem apparent to you or you haven't realized that, think about that to a friend that's done that to you. We all have had a clingy friend, right? Who's like, what are we doing? Why aren't we going to do this? What about this? And you're like, dog, like I just need some space and I want to go do my own thing. And it makes you not want to hang out with that person even more. Whereas if they just let you have your space, you would have two, three, five days, whatever on your own, call them back, be like, hey, what's good? And things would be good as new. But it's that kind of that pushing, right? Because you can feel it. Like everything is energy. It's not rocket science. Like we're all way more intuitive than we think so you can feel it so it's the same thing with your partner when you're so desperately attached to them they can feel that and it's it's a repelling energy same thing with your friend and so I think if you can experience that on a personal scale, you will understand how it works on that energetic level whether it's you trying to get a certain job or having a certain outcomes come 
or having an outcome go a certain way, excuse me, if you are so desperately attached to a certain outcome, whether that's you getting a certain job or winning a certain thing or having a situation turn out a certain way, that is only going to repel the effortless energy from coming in because there's all that resistant energy there. It's kind of like blocking the pipe, right? That's already going to happen or it's you trying to swim upstream. A law of the universe of a big one that I've really learned is that if you really want a certain situation to go a certain way, you need to be thoroughly and completely okay with the idea that it may certainly go the opposite way of what you're wanting. You need to be so okay with not having what you want, fully accepting of it, like fully in surrender mode of saying, hey, this is what I really want to happen, but I understand and may completely not happen. And I know I'm going to be okay. I know I'm still loved. I know I'm still valued. I know I'm still going to be safe. I know I'm still going to be happy. I know I'm still not going to be a failure. You need to be fully okay with not having it because the irony of it is, is that that's usually when what you're wanting actually comes in right? But what's causing that is from you actually detaching from the outcome. It's you letting go. It's you being completely fulfilled no matter what the outcome is. And that is what's going to let go of that desperation energy. And that is what makes you a magnet, a, ma- well, a magnet, a magnet for anything that you're wanting, whether now your partner is suddenly being way more drawn to your energy because you just have more of a magnetic energy or your friend is going to actually want to come hang out with you now instead of her being the one that needs space because you just have that magnetic you have that magnetism about you know it's in your energy field right it's in the way that you're carrying yourself same thing with your job offer your boss is going to be like hey you know what for some reason I'm feeling really drawn like your resume really stuck out to me xyz it sounds crazy and it sounds like well that kind of doesn't make sense like there's no tangibility behind it but there is very much so once you fully understand the energetics behind everything and that everything and everyone is carrying an energy and I think another argument that I always use to like get my skeptic people that listen to me to like understand to to not understand to agree with me or be like okay like maybe you're right is think about just how when you're feeling more pulled to certain people like I truly believe like if you're feeling pulled to reach out to a certain friend you are feeling that energetic pull to them for a certain reason if you're feeling drawn to a certain artist it's not just out of random it's not like oh rent like you really believe that it's random more than anything? Like, no, it makes so much more sense to me that you are pulled to them energetically because you are feeling the energy that they're emitting and that they're embodying and that they're carrying in their essence. And so my point here is that you really do need to detach completely to fully create your dream life, whether that's you having the best relationship that you can with your partner, whether that's you having the healthiest, least codependent friendship that you could have, whether that's you getting your dream job or you having all of these, you know, odd situations come out in your favor. It all comes back to you detaching because that's what creates you, uh, makes you a magnet for all the things that you're wanting to come in. Why? Because you're dropping that desperation energy that comes with attachment, which, which usually also involves forcing a situation, trying to control a situation. And that in and of itself is a number one repellent, right? It's a bug repellent for everything that you're wanting in your manifestations. And I think a great thing for everyone to do is practice this, put this into practice. And I promise you, you will feel an energy shift. And me now from how much practice I've had with this, like I can feel when I am in my attachment, egoic, right? Desperation energy. And I will take my power back and say, Hey, like live, you're, you're kind of playing a little bit on defense. You're really overextending yourself. You're playing outside of your little power orb here. Let's step back into your position here. Take your power back. And it's crazy. So-and-so will reach out. So-and-so will want to hang out. You'll get that email 
email from that brand deal of, hey, like we really love your work and we really feel like working with you. Or, hey, oh my gosh, look, like someone just allowed me to cut them in line because they had nowhere else to be and they saw I had a bunch of groceries, X, Y, Z. It's like you will fully realize that you will be in so much more of a magnetic state of being when you are in your detached state, right? Because detachment is where full, full surrender lies, which is where peace and allowance is. And kind of what that back to that kind of when I said you're st- swimming upstream, when you're, there's kind of a natural flow of life. And I don't say that as a cop out of saying like, well, it's kind of up to the cards of whatever happens, happens. No, I do believe you can kind of still structure your stream, right? But at the end of the day, there's a certain flow to life and there with with a lot of beautiful blessings within that flow of life. Right. And a lot of times that flow has so many things better than you can imagine. And they are, are so much more effortless than you could ever imagine as well. And sometimes it takes you just surrendering to that flow and allowing things to actually be that you know, really call them in. And that's what comes with detachment. So not only does it finally allow what you're wanting to truly come in because you're stopping swimming upstream, but it also gives you so much more peace of mind because I think we can all agree that we all will stress ourselves out by overthinking of trying to force a situation, forcing someone to do a certain thing, forcing an outcome to happen the way it does. Like, all of that stuff is just causing mental stress. Like even having me think about it, I'm like, oh, I like I just touched my forehead because, you know, we get so wrapped up in it and it's stressful. Right. And it's just not a way to live. And like I said, like our emotions are usually always compasses for, you know, how we're living our life. And so if things are feeling heavy, if things are feeling stressful, right, like check in on that. Ask yourself why. Ask yourself, is it a perspective? Is it an energy I'm operating out of? And it's almost always the energy that you're operating out of, right, and the emotions that you're having with that. So once you actually are able to detach and just truly let it go and just trust and act from your higher self and a higher consciousness, that's where peace lies and things feel so much easier And things end up almost always going your way anyways because that's what's naturally trying to happen and you finally stopped tinkering with the uni's plan to allow that river to flow through and have things play out the way that they've been wanting to be played out. So to wrap up this epi, I want to speak about how to actually detach and I think a lot of you guys are not going to be surprised about my advice about how to detach because I say this about pretty much everything and My number one tip is to affirm it over and over and over again, right? This is how I do, like anything I speak about on the podcast, and if you guys are like, well, how did she do it? I just freaking affirm it, and I choose to have these thoughts. Step one is to always have awareness of your thoughts, right? This is why I say to think about what you're thinking about. And when you find yourself attaching from a state of desperation, I want you guys to ask yourself, like, what are you afraid of? And, or ask yourself, am I acting from fear right now, right? What am I scared of? Am I scared of my partner's not going to love me anymore? Am I scared of being left out? Am I scared of being excluded? Am I scared of not having a best friend anymore? Am I scared of being poor? What are you afraid of that's causing you to act from this state of desperation and attaching yourself so forcefully to certain situations, right? And then from there, I would tell myself over and over and over again to detach. Once you have the, that awareness that you're trying to, that you're attaching and you're acting from that attaching desperation state, you need to, you need to just over and over again, affirm to yourself, I am detaching. I am detaching. I am detached. I let go. I trust the universe's plan. Like all is happening in divine timing. Everything is happening as it should, when it should. But if you don't want to get crazy with the affirmations, just tell yourself like I detach. 
I detach and that's it because so many of us think that we're like well like well I try to detach but I can't no you can you just gave up constantly rewiring your thoughts and someone's gonna say well it's tiring yeah I know it's tiring but all good things in life come from hard work so it's like I don't know what you want me to tell you it's like these thoughts that we have are our habits right our attachment styles are habits right so you need to you have to undo that habit by just like doing reps in the gym if you're trying to correct your form you it's not you don't do it three times and you're fixed you have to do it over and over and over and over again so that's the same thing and I don't want you guys to get discouraged when you're still having thoughts of attachment I still have thoughts of attachment all the time time but it's about you using that that muscle that you've trained of saying okay I'm feeling attached but I need to affirm to myself that I am detaching and that constant kind of reframing is what's most important here and that's what's doing the most to actually initiate and evoke change here so anytime you're feeling an att- like that anxiety from attachment or trying to control from attachment tell yourself I detach stop that mon- that momentum thought spiral and just stop it right there by saying, I detach and think about something else and move on and you let it go. And I'm telling you, at first it feels hard, but once you do it over and over and over again, it gets easier because at some point your mind's going to be like, I know, detach, I get it. Yep, got it, working on it. And I want you guys to be patient with yourself because like I said, this took me like literally a year and a half to like fully understand and put into practice and this is something I'm always going to be learning throughout my life I never wanted to make it seem like oh I learned that lesson and that's done and like I got the red check mark and we're done like this is something that's always going to be revisited but over time it is going to get easier and it's kind of like if you're trying to land a trick and you do it over and over and over again and your coach is still giving you the same cues like yep but keep your hands up make sure you keep your hands up and at first you're not doing it right and you tell yourself keep your hands up keep your hands up and at first you're not doing it and then eventually you kept your hands up and you're like okay sick so you try to do it again a couple times you forgot you couldn't get your hands up damn it I thought I said keep your hands up live and you keep going over that over and over and over again eventually you land it right and you keep practicing it and eventually you keep landing it more frequently and that's exactly kind of what happens with this mental repetition eventually you'll nail the repetition with those thoughts and one day instead of instinctually attaching you will instinctually detach from situations and that's the beauty of it all so With all that being said, I really, truly hope you guys can see how much this lesson here will just bleed into so many, so many areas of life. Like the amount of times I tell myself to detach in a day-to-day slash the amount of times I'm practicing detachment in a day-to-day is like insane. And also to the point where like if I lose something, how many of us get so pissed that we lost something and we're like trying so hard to go find it and we're forcing it because we want it and we need it now. The amount of times that I've been like, okay, I'm detached. If the uni doesn't want me to have it, then I won't have it and I'll have to go get another one. I literally kid you not one time I've said it out loud and literally 30 seconds later it showed up like I'm and I'm not I can't be I can't make it up so it's like this just happens with anything like anytime you're feeling that forcing energy anytime you're feeling your heart space clench up anytime you're really wanting something to go a a certain way and you're trying to override the uni's plan I promise just say out loud I detach and watch the miracles just fully truly and entirely unfold in your life because you need to be trusting right I'm not saying like don't do anything take your aligned action do what you need to do to create your dream life to create a healthy relationship to make more friends but at the end of the day 
divine timing, right? And your divine flow is going to be king at the end of the day. So you need to understand that you need to do whatever you can to make those stars align. But when and how those stars align are not up to you. So yes, take your aligned action, but you need to constantly be trusting in the higher plan and in the higher timing for your life. And in order to fully do that, you need to remain detached. I'm telling you, it is the key to a happy, peaceful, prosperous, free-flowing, effortless life of success with ease, right? So a quick little synopsis here of the main themes of this episode. I really want to hone in on the fact of the irony of how magnetic detaching truly is, right? That's what truly cause calls your manifestations in because attachment completely pushes things away more than anything. And detachment is where full surrender lies, which is where peace and allowance is as well, right? And in order to detach, we're just going to completely keep affirming to ourselves the thought that we are detaching. So for the affirmation for this epi, I have, I practice detachment with ease to live a life of higher consciousness. I practice detachment with ease to live a life of higher consciousness. Ooh, snaps, snaps. All right, you guys, I really hope you guys enjoyed this epi. This one means a lot to me. It's a very important one that I sure will be referencing. Okay, episode 58, lock it in your noggin, live. Um, But anyways, I want to thank you guys so much for just listening. And if you enjoyed this podcast, definitely don't forget to give it either a thumbs up on YouTube if you're watching, subscribe to the podcast if you don't already, leave a rating and review, screenshot it, put on your story. Whichever way that you feel called to freely support this podcast will mean the absolute most to me. It's the best way for us to be able to reach more people and positively impact more lives, which is always my mission with the Lift It Listens podcast. Again, if you are interested in coming on my Costa Rica retreats, there are only nine seats left. So if you're looking to really elevate your life, meet new like-minded, beautiful people and experience and explore a luscious, beautiful country, then definitely check out those links down below in the show notes as well. I would absolutely love to have you. So with all that being said, thank you guys so much for watching or listening. I'm sending you so much love and hopefully I'll see you in the next epi. Peace out.